0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Many times when we deal with our children in service, we feel uncomfortable in dealing with them. So, sometimes we become tense, sometimes we become angry, sometimes we become judgmental. Sometimes you become harsh or maybe you want to avoid them. So how you deal with your students, especially when you feel uncomfortable. That's what we're going to speak about. There are people who are not godly, not obedient, and they are not also extreme difficult cases and many of us we don't feel comfortable with them and struggle in dealing with them we like when the student is compliant obedient when we give him assignment he will do it when we ask him to participate in certain activities he will do it etc and usually we ask questions like should I be firm with them or kind? Should I isolate them to protect the rest of the youth? Or should I allow them to interact with the other students in class? How I can discipline them? Who are they? Who are they? These people that most of the time we don't feel comfortable around them number one people whom i dislike for one reason or another most of us sometimes you see a person in your class and you feel comfortable around him and sometimes people in your class you don't feel comfortable around them and you don't have any explanation just you don't feel comfortable around this person maybe your intuition chemistry whatever the second group people who are not compliant to my personal views for example i have a certain vision how my class should go i have a certain vision about the activities in the class and the people usually argue with me tell me no we should not do it this way we should do it this way so give me hard time so I do not feel comfortable with these people because they are not compliant. They are not, yes, sir, we will do it. Yeah, that's beautiful, that's good. Mm-hmm. Some people who have strong personalities or opinionated, again, they, they are out loud, spoken. Many times they have good logic and they actually argue with me with this good logic and sometimes I don't know how to convince them. So I feel uncomfortable around these people. Sometimes I don't feel comfortable around people who are sinners. All of us who are sinners, but I mean by sinners here, people who are not living the life of repentance. For example, a person who is living in sexual immorality and he does not uh, want to to end these relationships. A person who is doing drugs, a person who goes to nightclubs, a person who has dual life. And I don't feel comfortable around them and also I can be concerned about the other youth and their influence on the other youth in the class. Another group, people whom I perceive as trouble and division makers or offenders or rebellious sinners. For example, person in my class who actually because of his strong personality can attract certain group to be his group and isolate another group. So we can call this person a trouble maker or divisive because he doesn't include everyone in the, the class or a person who is making a group against me so now this person and his group and me with the rest of the class or people person who cause trouble all the time hate this guy and make conflict with this guy and curse this guy so they are causing conflict all the time. Sometimes these people, يعني, we wish that they don't come to the class. And when they don't come to the class will be happy. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> Muadamagush, your tahmaman. But this should not be a feeling of the Sunday school servant and how bad, to be happy when one of your class uh, does not show up. And how most of us react to these people. First action, isolation and avoidance. And sometimes I warn other students, I warn other youths, and then to be careful in dealing with this person. So by this warning I'm isolating him. Or I warn the parents of our uh, students, to be careful in dealing with this person. And maybe I will not call or encourage this person to come. If he is absent, I will not ask about him. If he doesn't show up, I am not going to uh, visit him. Because I am more comfortable when he is not here. Uh, when he comes, actually, causes problems. That's why I want just to isolate him and to avoid him. If there is Muqtamar convention, I don't want him to come. Because if he comes, he will cause a lot of tension and trouble. And sometimes I say, that's discipline. And I try to cover up my lack of comfort with a virtue. Another reaction is to treat them differently. Or to discriminate against them. Discrimination can be as simple as you don't smile in their face. يعني when we see other students, هاي زي مثلاً تخرج it can be يعني discrimination. It can be just as simple as you are not just welcoming him as the rest of the class. Or it can be take many forms. If there are activities, you don't actually let him participate in these activities. You don't choose him. If you're gonna choose some people, for example, in choir to do certain activity, you are not gonna choose this person. Uh, and there is a different treatment from some school sermon toward him. Another reaction is to treat them with harsh harsh comments on harsh statements انت بقى مش to give him harsh comments and sometimes these comments come with anger I'm angry, so actually I'm expressing these anger in my comment to him. Gossip can be also another reaction. I talk about them with others and ruin their reputation. Not for the purpose of seeking advice how to deal with them, but just I'm, I'm gossiping about them. If anyone in my class speaks about this person, I'll tell to وده يعني من ساعة الكلاس وعمل كذا وعمل كذا Often يعني أتكلم الكلام has no value except to ruin the reputation of this person they can take your words as reference بتاعنا في الكنيسة قال عليه كذا وكذا وكذا ف- words would be reference about how bad he is or and Damon, when I give examples in, in the lessons that I am teaching, in my mind, this person. So I describe his actions. Everyone in the class knows I am talking about him. As if I am preaching about this person in all my uh, lessons. What are some underlying reasons why I am not comfortable with these people. Number one can be insecurity. I feel threatened by them or by their abilities. I have a very smart, strong personality. Other students like him and love him. And he is actually a leader. So I feel intimidated by him. I feel he can, with his opinion or with his argument, he can actually, people. he has more influence on the rest of the class than me. I don't feel secure around him. I am, I am not comfortable around him. Another thing is my ego. My ego, مثلا, if it doesn't comply with something I said to them of his start مثلا, certain activity without plus 70 people. انا في وبعد ذلك عندك من في كويس and maybe he knows him more than you. أنت بقى ديت هو عمش حسّت الحلف الكنيسة والهذا الحين كنيب سنت ديت اللي تقول ه- without telling me you know what bothers you is your ego is your pride better to him case, لأصحابه تقولوا Yohanna al-Habib, John the Beloved, one, he says the Lord Jesus Christ, we saw someone who is casting out demons in your name, but he is not following us, so we forbid him. Why did you forbid him? If he is not against us, then he is with us. Why did you forbid him? Some servants are very controlling personalities as they want to control everything in the class, everyone in the class. When you have like a person who is strong in his personality or a person who is leader by nature, maybe it will be difficult to control him. So, when once you feel that this person is not under your control and he does things differently, this will bother you because in in your heart you will just control everything and being a controlling personality this can be a challenge in service in general because you will care about control more about the benefit of the service you will care about how everyone should submit to you more than the benefit of the whole. Maybe could an underline reason what we call it a spiritualization. A spiritualization means you are taking a spiritual stand from outside. Although from inside you are not at that spiritual level. Let me give you an example. مثلاً لو جي واحد شاطنك The spiritual is ان and you need to forgive him and to الله سامحك. بس لو انت internally you are not at that level and you are not striving to be at that level but just because انت خادم لازم كده فتلاقي you Anger and bitterness towards this person. Because maybe sometimes the family member, their life passes aggressions, and yani if you are not aggressive with him, but passes me, you are not comfortable with him, so you are sending this message: then "I don't like you. I don't like you." Of course, the solution to this issue is to study not at the same spiritual level. But to be fighting. It's a good fight, and to ask is the grace of God. I Nana, for your sake, Nana, I, I forgive him. For your sake, I did not repay evil with evil. But internally, I'm not at this spiritual level. Grant me your grace. So internally, will be like externally. I don't want to be like hypocrite. Or I want to look like a spiritual, while I'm not. But help me. So internally can uh, match what I did externally. Another reason, when you care more about rules, more than caring about the person and his salvation. Of course, rules are very important. but we should know that rules are made for men, not men for rules and I'm speaking here about especially the rules that are human اللي احنا بنعملها put rule to the class فنصبت فرضاً حطيت rule to the class ان لو انت هتبتدوا class some school مثلا eleven thirty. فتقول مثلا if anyone comes after eleven forty, 40 مش هتخش في الكلس ده روز فيجي واحد مثلا 11-45 فأنت ممكن تبقى very far معه وتمنعه يخرج بنفس وهنا انت تقول أنا عايز كل حاجة تبقى منظمة وكل حاجة منظابة وكده ويمكن الولد ده مثلاً عنده عذر هو متأخر فأنت ونسق التمدد بس أنت يعني تكسر خطره. and you don't show him love and acceptance in order not to break your rules. So you broke the commandment of God, which is a commandment of love, uh, in order to keep your own rule, your own commandment. take uh, wisdom and discernment: If I insist in homemade horse, why I I insisting? How shall I deliver the message?. لما حد بيجي بعد تحرير خدام مثلاً ومن خلال هوش يلبس but how you deliver the message Do you deliver the message in harshness or with love فا الكاتب الفرنسيين they cared more about rules than about the benefit of the people so every time the Lord Jesus Christ performed in miracle on the Sabbath they give him hard time. That's why the Lord told them Sabbath made for man, not man for Sabbath. Rabbina was not calling the people to break the commandment of Sabbath, because Sabbath one was the same commandment. But he wanted them to know when God gives the commandment of Sabbath, well six days you work and you rest on the seventh day. This was for the benefit of the person. Because our body needs rest, so it's for the benefit of the person. And also, to give time to serve the Lord and to worship the Lord. So, if God was healing somebody, it goes with the purpose of this commandment. God wants to have rest and to take care of our physical body. Why we are angry? Sabbath is made for man, not man made for Sabbath. And commandment versus God's commandment. And many times, we break the commandment of God to keep our own commandments. We break the commandments of love, or the commandments of humbleness, or the commandments of forgiveness, in order to keep our own commandments. So, I think uh, to examine yourself carefully which commandment you are keeping and which commandment you are breaking. Are you breaking the commandment of God or are you breaking your own commandment? That's very important. Also another point underlying reason. Sometimes we have personal issues. يعني إيه؟ يعني مثلا الخدام اللي فيكو مثلا كبار وعندهم مثلا في سكول وابنه تعب في البيت فإن إذا كانت أبنك يتعطي لك فمثلاً حفتار مثلاً أبنك مطول كده الطريقة. أنت مش عجبك وكلمته وقلت أبني أحلق شعرك مش بيز. ده 11 بتقول من ده إن هو شعره و... فأنت متغز منه. متغز من ابنك تروح الكنيسة مثلا لو بتخرج نفس الكلاس هاي سكول بتلاقي نفسك منغص من كل العالم متضايقه شعره يعني مخليا بينك انت هنا يو بروجكت يور ديسكومفورت ويز على كل الكلاس رومز دي ريمايند يو you اوف فتلاقي نفسك بقى ايه متضايق واي واحد شكله كده تلاقي بتعمله وحش من غير اي سبب سو so You need to be aware with your personal issues. If you have a personal issue with your son or with your daughter, try not to project this personal issue on the rest of the class in the church. Another point is judgmental attitude. And although I love our culture, the Egyptian culture very much, But for some reason, those who grow in Egyptian culture, of course, not all of them, but many of them actually, they have the judgmental attitude. They look at the negative and they judge what's negative. You cannot see what's positive, but you see what's negative in the others and you judge them. And this judgment can appear in your eyes, can appear in the way you are dealing with the person. That's why of that most of the families of the church are judgmental. I don't want to go to the church because I will feel judged by the people in the church. We need to take care and of this issue, that the judgment is a sin. And to have a judgmental attitude, that is sinful. So we need actually to stop and to have Accepting a loving and forgiving attitude rather than the judgmental attitude. When the atmosphere in the church is therapeutic and healthy, actually, this makes the repentance easy for the people. And to be transformed to the image of God can be, easier, can be easier. But when the atmosphere in the church is judgmental and negative, This, actually, will not help the people to repent. Relax. And they will repent more. This atmosphere is a pathological atmosphere. Will not help the people to repent. All of us are Sunday school servants. So my reaction, I have to justify it. And I have to justify it from the scripture. For example, amigo, why you are dealing harshly with this person? Why don't you show him love and compassion and acceptance? Definitely, there is difference between accepting people and accepting sin. Big, big difference. And the Lord show acceptance to people, not to, not to sins. فأنا, I, have, uh, I need to have my justification. بقول له ممكن اقول ابونا اقول له ابونا ده هول شابتر ان متى 23 ربنا ان دي شابتر قاعد يقول وولتيو 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 الويل لكم والويل لك فاحنا محتاجين ان احنا نبقى جداد محتاجين ان احنا نبقى ديتس اند بول ستو تيموثي ربك وابخ انتهر عز سو so, And let no one despise your youth to justify my reaction. John and and James, when one of the cities of Samaria uh, closed the gates of the city in front of the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you want actually that fire comes from heaven to burn the two cities. And they justified their action, this harsh reaction. They justified it. Elu Elijah did with the prophet uh, who were 50 50 and Nisama fell Sometimes we, we like to get to to find justification from the Bible for your action. But Hena Rabbina did not accept this as justified action. Well, I don't know from which spirit you are. The son of man did not come to destroy the world or to condemn the world. He came to save the world. He came to save the world. Let's look at as an uh, as an example. Yohanna, in his preaching, was very sharp. Can you ask that? Vipers, brood of serpents. ليه, ليه ابونا زعلان مني لما انا بخنوقه بشدي؟ ما يوحنا كان يقول كده ايها اولاد الافاعي ليه انا غلط لما اسخط في ولد ولا أخذ موقف معا. when i isolate a person First chapter 5 verse 13 when st paul said put away from yourselves the evil person and in the same sh- chapter, he said, a small lump can live in the whole uh, dome. So I'm removing this small lump in order to protect the rest of the class. But I'm has explanation and how to be applied needs discernment in order to apply it in the right context. So Paul L put away the evil person from among you. عمل ايه بعدها؟ عمل إيه؟ الأول, when you study 2nd Corinthians Saint Paul wrote this excommunication with many tears with many tears قال wa ka'abat he was not angry ما, ما, طبعا انا كده وانجري وعايز يعني اطلع الكل الغضب اللي فيه ففلاء لا لا ده كأب يعني بيعمل ده من اجل الخلاص بتاعه فعلشان كده قلب كأبت قلب ودموع كثيرة كتبت لكم وبعد كده The goal was therapeutic يعني while he was doing the excommunication The goal was therapeutic قال الروح في يوم الرب that his soul may be saved in the day of the Lord so when I do discipline I should ask myself is it therapeutic or out of anger what is the goal of this discipline Saint Paul was very clear in disciplining this person he said that the soul may be saved in the day of the Lord but كده ايه بعده كان فرحان وهابينه يودنات. بيقول لك إنن فتحة في الرب يعني service. في أبواب تفتح للخدمة. يقول لك كان مبداية. يعني ياخد قرار مع واحد صعب. المفروض يبقى فرحان kill And then he sent Titus to check on them, to see what's happened in titus for So he went to Terwaz and there were many services for St. Paul, but since he did not find Titus, he did not have rest or peace in his soul. But then Fen finally was able to meet Titus. Antaeus brought to him the good news that this person repented, and all the church repented and they forgave him. Boodisrahain, if you forgive him with anything, I forgive also. Ubalas they give him commandment, Allah, show him love, lest he is swallowed from the grief. When you see all the events around it, you forgot how Paul was crying with many tears when he wrote this communication. You forgot how Paul, although there were many services and many doors opened opened for him, but you forgot, how he did not have peace in his heart. You forgot he sent Titus to check on him and to check on the Holy Church. You forgot that when Titus actually brought the good news about his repentance, he immediately forgave him and absolved him. You forgot how he instructed the Holy Church to show him and to affirm to him their love, lest he swallowed from grief. So, don't take just one verse and take it out of the context. that all Mahaboulis Rasul Al put away from yourselves, the evil person. Here just you are taking verse from its context. <laughs> yes, it's in the scripture. But to understand it, you need to understand it in the whole context. Don't take it outside the context. Another justification is the homily of St. John Chrysostom that we read in the Holy Week. When John Chrysostom and the God planted the paradise not from good and bad trees, but only from good trees. Why is the in the Kinesia? You need to keep only the good trees. If there is a bad tree, you need to actually uh, remove it. So we take this norm, how John Chrysostom The oil in the Kinesia should be only good trees, not bad trees. But again, you are taking this out of the whole context. Shouldn't we discipline the people? Yes, we need to discipline them. But how to discipline them is another question. So there are some facts we need to remember all the time. The first fact, the lost sheep ministry is very, very important for the Lord. Many times, we are busy with the good kids, the big kids, And the ministry was a Yes, it's a challenging ministry, and many of us we don't want actually to spend time with the child who is taking grades, or the child who is not paying attention, or the child who is not focused. We we don't want actually to spend time. It's tiring, challenging. You don't see fruit in it. So why, why I spend time in this? Rabbina when he sends the disciples in the first time, in Matthew chapter 3 verse 6 go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He says in his ministry, he was looking for the lost. He said, I did not come to call righteous to repentance, but I came to call sinners. The whole do not need a physician but the sick. St. John Chrysostom, who said in his homily that the church uh, should be only from good good, uh, trees, St. John Chrysostom said that the church is a hospital for the sinners and not a hotel for the saints. The church is a hospital for the sinners, nor a hotel for the saints. In Matthew 9, verse 12 and 13, Rabbina El, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. What this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. Rabbina is mercy. Rabbina wants us to be merciful with others. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. And the title of our Lord Jesus Christ in his ministry, he is the lover of sinner and tax collector. He is the lover of sinner and tax collector. Actually, harshness will be punished harshly. If we are being harshly, then our punishment will be harsh too. Luke chapter 12, from verse 45 to 48. But if that servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming, and begins to beat the male and female servant, and to eat and drink and be drunk. So, to be my man who he is dealing harshly with his class. Your class are the children of God. So, when you are dealing harshly with somebody, you are dealing harshly with the children of God, whom he put in your trust. And begin to eat and drink and be drunk, I can be drunk with my own values, with my own rules, with my own commandments, when I see I'm in control and I'm forcing my rules on my commandment, this actually can make me like a drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him and at an hour when he is not aware and will cut him in two and appoint him his por- and appoint him, his portion was unbelievers. There are levels in punishment, and there are levels in rewards. The sin of Sodom and Gomorrah was the sin of homosexuality. The sin of Mahom and Chorazim was sin of what? Unbelief, because he did not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. (تصفيق) In (متكتشف) the Sodom and Gomorrah, will have a better condition on the day of judgment than Kafir Mahum and Korazim. That's the question. Which is severer? The punishment for the homosexuals or the punishment of the unbelievers? Which one will be severer? The unbeliever. The unbeliever. Their punishment is severer than the non-repentant homosexual. Moses. بقى شوفوا هنا الخادم اللي هو uh, deals harshly. His punishment, like what, like the unbelievers, beulke that and appoint him his portion with the unbeliever. We can conclude, and the punishment of a person who deals harshly with his class will be severer than the punishment of the unrepentant homosexual. Because we are saying yeah, no, that homosexuality is evil and evil. Oh, yeah, it's a sin. But maybe we never it that the punishment of unkind servant will be severer than the punishment of unrepentant homosexual. And appoint him his portion with the unbeliever, and that servant who knew his master's will and did not prepare himself to do according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. We know what is our master's will, Al-Qaeda, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, that is his will, so now we know his will. But if we don't do accordingly, he said, he will be beaten with many stripes and his fear punches. But he who did not know, yet committed things deserving of stripes, shall be beaten with few." Maybe my students, they are not doing what's right, and I'm angry with them. Maybe they don't know the will of God as we know it. So their punishment will be less than my punishment, because I know the will of God but I don't walk accordingly. Uh, Saint Peter gives advice to the priests. And by the way, today in the or commandment of Sayyidina Araha to Abuna, we read it in the book of taken from First Peter chapter 5. We will shepherd the flock of God. Which is among you, serving as overseer, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being lords over those who trusted you. Don't act as a lord, don't act as a master, and they are your servants, but being examples to the flock. You need actually to be an example in patience, in kindness, in mercy. the flock. St. Paul to the clergy of Ephesus, we read it in, in Acts chapter 20. He gave them a final word before going to Jerusalem. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. There is emphasis here how we should be compassionate, how we should be loving, how we should be kind, not sparing the flock. And from among yourselves, men will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. One of the very important facts we need to remember what's mentioned in Ezekiel, chapter 34, verse 4, 5, uh, 7 to 10. Tell Belko, there are some words that I highlighted, or I made it bold. These are five categories of people, and have a responsibility toward these five categories. Be all the weak, you have not strengthened, nor have you healed those who are sick, nor bound up the broken, nor brought back what was driven away, nor sought what was lost, but with force and cruelty you have ruled them. Who are the weak? The weak person is person still growing in his spiritual life. Like he is healthy, but like children, children when they are growing, they are still weak physically. I'm speaking about physical weakness. They are healthy, but because they are children, they are weak. So Monkey Nikon Finance in my class, less they started their spiritual journey. So, they are infants or children in Christ. Or maybe a person who just joined the church recently. These are the weak. I should not deal with them by force and cruelty. But I should deal with them with compassion and strengthen them. The second group the sick. The sick, these are people in the church, but they are sick with certain illness and all sexual immorality, drugs, anger, violence, whatever. Our responsibility toward the sick, not again to deal with them with force and cruelty, but we need actually to seek their healing, how to help them to be healed. The third group are the broken. Broken those actually who face certain disaster in their life like loss of loved one like مثلا diagnosis with terminal illness واحد مثلا ولد انا بابا جاله كانسر او يقول لك انا والدي توفى وهو في سنة زغير, middle school because are broken with all دخلوا in a financial crisis these people are broken and our responsibility for them to bind them up and to support them during this time of broken. Nor brought back alsoy group, nor brought back those who were driven away. Driven away are Nasat Taradot. بطلت أجي كنيسة ممكن أجيب كنيسة أحس أنا not welcomed فبطل أجي الكنيسة. يعني many people actually stopped coming to the church because they felt unwelcomed خدم ولا راسح الشعب uh, did not welcome them did not accept them so they feel they have no place in the church so they are driven to bring them back. to deal with them with force and cruelty. And those who are lost, lost either because of philosophies for example, the people who are to be atheist, or those, and deceived them in the orthodoxy the right way, or other denominations. So these are lost. Again, we have responsibility to seek for the lost. The priests in Israel, these five groups did not deal with them with compassion. Rather, they d- dealt with them with force and cruelty, that's why the Lord told them, so they were scattered because there was no shepherd. They are scattered because we did not deal with them with compassion and love. They were scattered because there was no shepherd and they become food for all the beasts of the field وين ذي ورد يعني إيه شياطين على عش على عش على الشط طن beasts of the field all يعني the, the beasts of the field شوف رأببي قولهم إيه therefore you shepherds hear the word of the Lord, as I live. Says the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey, and my flock became food for every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd, nor did my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and did not feed my flock. Therefore, O shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God. Behold, I am against the shepherds. كما صعبة. مين يحتمل أن ربنا بقدده؟ I am against the shepherds. And I will require my flock at their hands. I will cause them to cease feeding the sheep. And the shepherds shall feed themselves no more. For I will deliver my flock from their mouths that they may no longer be food for them. That how to deal with our class and students with compassion and kindness. Then how to deal with them? How to deal with them? Number one, examine your motive honestly. Hell the angry, and you are seeking vengeance, or you are seeking treatment. As I told you about the simmer of Corinth, Saint Paul, even in his discipline and the excommunication, who was seeking treatment, that his soul may be saved in the day of the Lord. فانت لما تترفز على واحد تاخذ موقف منه. Wallah to give him harsh discipline. Wallahi commit that. Examine your motive. Why? Why you are actually angry? Why in Tashkhattifi? Why you dealt harsh with him? Are you doing this from therapeutic point of view? Or are you doing just kidanta to express your anger and your vengeance? What Abel Matlamhu, is Allah, did I serve them well? هل كويس؟ هل انا على طريق الروح كويس؟ ما هم دولة مسؤوليتنا يعني إحنا if we did not visit them well, if we did not actually show them the way of the Lord هيعرفوا منين؟ يعني before you judge them, ask them serve, did I serve them well? ولا لا في كتاب انطلاق الروح في شابتر كده لو انت عايز تعرف يعني كويس القصة ترفرف اسمها وحدث في تلك الليلة. عملوها موفي وكتاب من الترجمة الإنجليزي "The, the it will be a good homework for all of you to go and read this uh, chapter to understand what does it mean uh, to serve them well. because the servant in this story he thought that he served his class well, but in the confrontation with the engine, the angel taught him that many, many things he could have done and he didn't do it. So, before thinking about disciplining them, ask yourself Did I serve my class well? But we need to be sensitive, don't punish or discipline somebody publicly. We are adolescents. بيهتموا في المرحلة دي جدا جدا. With their self-esteem and self-image. لما صوتي ال الكلاس. أنت وبرضي الصغيرين. While they are growing up. لما بتشخص فيهم بتخليه خوف كده. ما عندوش ثقة في نفسه ويدي فكره احنا خدناها في الدرس الاحد كان بيقول لنا لو انت استاذ شفت ولد ولا هتقول له كده انت عملت كده حاجة غلط ولا كده ميكشور sure ان انت مش انجري من جوه ان ميكشور sure انك تعمل كده وانت زعلان لو ذيس تو ريكوردس فروم يعني dont the desk ان الاسبوع جوه غاز منه واجري ما بعملش او انجر نفس الوقت عاملها ان انا السبب كويس عشان انت تقول ان عملت حاجه غلط بس بقول will in a different way. before making a decision or a discipline to consult, consult your Don't make a list. You are wrong, I and mean, maybe enter acting out of anger. Get advice from I a mean, from abuna. Before making يعني, a final decision, when you talk discipline, think about therapeutic to save the spirit in the day "The of the Lord. فبعت لي السامي بمثلا اشتلت صفحات أربع صفحات يمكن الكتاب يسأل ولد مثلا عايز بعيد عن ربنا إن إن سياق و morality can give him مثلا كتاب the life of repentance and purity حياة التوبة والنقاء تدي له تقول له شابتر دولة خاصه وكتبو لي في فرقتين أو تدي له عايزه يسمحها. تقول لي اكتب لي ملخص العايزه دي and there are therapeutic uh, discipline that will help him. مثلاً عايزك تكتب لي وأنت بتعرف كم مقدس كل الآيات اللي تكلم على إنجيل كل الآيات على to love one another. لو واحد عمال بيتخانق مع في الكناس. I want you to find مثلاً to read verses of Matthew لي الآيات اللي هي تتكلم على how we should love one another. All these are disciplines that actually can be studied. Uh, also, you shouldn't have partiality. Any yani, partiality. Yani, مثلا, عمل, but because I am comfortable and I like this person. خلاص, I will let it go, but if this person the same problem, no, I will discipline him. When you have a partiality, have a bias. And because you are not comfortable for this, with this person, for some reason or another, that's why you deal with him uh, يعني, firmly and harshly. Why? if some other, يعني, another person did the same thing, Maybe you would not actually consider it, consider any at all. كلنا عندنا some يعني. فلما واحد ان انت من كلاس. لما واحد تاني يعمل مشكلة وتحس ان انت Ask yourself about the person اللي هو انت or person ده. He means the same ish. How am going to react? If I will let it go, then you need to let it go. Otherwise, you have partiality. Otherwise, the motive needed to test this person is not to save the spirit, but because you don't like him, because you are not comfortable with him. Always, always, you need to keep the balance between love and control. Love. Justice and mercy have kissed each other. This balance is very important. When you disser somebody, you need to do it in a loving way. In a loving way. If you show control without love, then it is cruelty. If you show love without control, then it is hypocrisy. So you need to keep the balance between love and control. And as Paul followed up after the discipline by sending Titus to them, you need to follow up after, yeah, you are نيتوا falou يعني لو انت مثلا زعقت لواحده ولا جرحت مشاعر ولا حاجه زي كده روح اسال عليه طمن عليه شوف اخباره ايه تشيك اون هيم دونت جاست ليف هيم ليه بقى ماجيش و وده في المرتين اللي بحكي لكم عليهم دونت سكيب هيم انا الخطير طوفس ليهوم دون البيت ضروري تشيك اوني ف يعني حتكم تنتظرش الاسبوع اللي بعدي وما يفاجش حتى مكالمة تليفون. لو زعلت تروح له، تسأل عليه، شرح له ليه حصل منك كذا المهربة. إذا تسيب واحد يعني قلبه مجروح ينام كده من غير ما متقمن يعني. So in conclusion, we need to be kind. Any discipline should be done with love, and the goal should be to save the of the Lord. Ask the Lord to help you to overcome your personal issues the your personal issues. And if you hurt somebody, be courageous enough to apologize and to ask for forgiveness. And we need to remember all the time, we are servants, not masters. Don't lord it over the flock. You are servants, go to wash the feet of the people, not. Yes, Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. Ah, one gender. to You're you the right to say I'm not comfortable to do this. You can decline these cases. The law protects your right and it the world, I'm not comfortable and إن to help somebody to change your gender. When someone is against abortion, my belief value is against this. The law will not force you to do it so that you know to do it. I the referral, i do do I I don't know. Nah? يعني do even if you know, I am not comfortable even to do the referral. You find yourself. I'm sure you know the physicians who can do this. You find it yourself. let's Stop the building, let the engine, I'll get